Hey everyone, I'm Matthew. And I'm Ileana. Welcome to the Armory. This is a place where believers can be encouraged to live for Jesus and make disciples. We want to provide an arsenal of resources that help Christians to be bold in their faith. Our hope is that through this podcast, people will learn to love God's Word and abide in Christ. Thanks for joining. All right, well, welcome to this week's episode of the Armory. Welcome. It's officially Christmas. What? Yes, Post, it is. Post-Thanksgiving means it's Christmas. It's been Christmas in our house for a while, but official. It's official. Yeah. Listen, once Thanksgiving just is finished, it's, it is Christmas time. Yeah. The weather, it got colder. It is colder. Immediately after Thanksgiving. What else happened? It snowed in my head. <laughs> in my head, there's uh, a picture Christmas of constant snowfall. are happening in the house. Mm-hmm. Well, what did we watch the other day? Christmas with the Cranks. Oh, yeah, we did. That's that a funny good. one. That's funny. We almost watched Elf, but we just did something else. Yeah. Elf was, Elf's a good one. We'll have to watch that soon. Yeah, that's my favorite. I want to know what everyone's favorite Christmas movie is, though. Well, honestly. that's a good question. Elf is probably actually one of my top tier favorite movies of all time, not like including other yeah, genres that are not Christmas. Weird, but okay. <laughs> I think it's good. Yeah, okay. That's fine. You get the romance. It's a comedy. You get a little bit of action in there with the <laughs> chase scene at the end. Don't it spoil good. it. Someone might not have seen it. Okay, whatever. <laughs> it's a fake movie. It's not like a real story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Elf, Elf's fine. What's your favorite? Mm. Oh, you like Polar Express. It's a Wonderful Life and Polar Express are my favorite Christmas movies. Easy, top Those are good. Easily. I don't know if I could really tell you all of the plot of It's a Wonderful Life. It's a long movie. Like yeah, I three don't, hours long. I don't know that I've ever actually sat through and watched it. Maybe I'm thinking of a different movie. It's good. Do you know the premise? <laughs> is that like the Angel Gets Its Wings movie? It is, but that is not, that is not what the movie's about. No, he <laughs> like is going back and seeing what happens and yeah, so his life with his family. Long setup of a plot, basically, to get to the point where he wishes he was never born. Yeah. And he thinks he's meaningless. There's no use for him being around. Yeah. And so he gets this opportunity to see what the world would be like. His little world yeah. would be like if he never existed. Mm. And that it's pretty crazy. And it's yeah. he's terrified. And he Aww. realizes how, how much different things actually are. And he Aww. has perspective on... Not It, it sounds like it, you're saying it's it's perspective on how important he is. But that's not true. It's, it's The whole movie is about how people have value and even the littlest things mean like do a lot for people like you see all the people he helped and all the people he helped out of this and out of that and like none of that happened it's good good. it's black and white yeah that's very why i have not watched it (laughs) very old time movie but it's very good good happy ending oh good so is that our intro is that the end of our intro no oh (laughs) had a great thanksgiving it yeah. was fun. You know what I was thinking? We have to tell the people, we have to be honest about how we did at the, what we were thankful for. Yeah. I did not do it every day. No, neither did I. But I definitely did it. I've been it. doing it though. Yeah. And I've definitely done it more than I ever have before we said we were going to do that. So. Yeah. So if you didn't listen to last week's podcast, one of our challenges was write out three things you're thankful for every day. In the morning. In the morning. Just first thing. Three things. And I've they can be simple it. things. Like yeah. one of mine and one, one morning was like a warm cup of coffee because I was drinking coffee. Yeah. I was like. I'm thankful for yeah. this coffee. What's interesting, though, is you can look back. When I've had p- people that I know do this or counseling room, like you have people do this, I like to look back and see like what they say. And everybody fills it out differently and because it reveals, I think, a lot of our idols. 
yeah. too. So like all of mine had to do with like comfort and mm. like, like consistency and, and t- yeah, tidings of comfort. <laughs> no, but like I'm like comfort is definitely my idol. So when I say like a warm house, warm coffee, a cozy blanket, like snuggling Addie, all of those things, like <laughs> those all have to do with like yeah. being peaceful and you know. Anyways, That's what you long for. It is. But Thanksgiving was fun. My yeah. family came, my dad's side of the family came from like all around where they lived. People mm-hmm. from Indiana, some people from Maryland, and we some rented an Airbnb. people from the White House. I'm just kidding. Yeah. We rented an Airbnb, and we all kind of got did Thanksgiving together, which was really fun because we haven't done that like that in a while. Yeah. We did a version of it the year before, but not as many people were there. Yeah. My cousin cooked for us. He is a professional chef. Yeah. Um, he is in a, a cook for a very, very famous person. <laughs> Eliana kind of just said it. Someone who was around the White House. <laughs> but <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Anyway, that person did not need him, so he cooked for us. And mm-hmm. it was fun. It was a good time. It was good. Good food. Yeah. Some Thanksgiving foods that aren't normally a Thanksgiving. So I was like, happy about what? that. Like, we don't. we didn't always have ham growing up oh. we would do turkey mostly yeah, i, I like ham more too. than turkey i like tur- i mean i don't mind turkey but my uncle made good turkey but we had mac and cheese up, which is not always at thanksgiving no we we did not we do not normally that do was that like my favorite thing it was very for sure good. what else do we have we had sourdough bread that you made i that did was make not that. normally at our thanksgiving that was good the mashed potatoes were good the gravy was top tier i told matt i usually hate gravy but i actually liked it it was good we had so many pie. Oh, homemade ice cream. Homemade ice cream. One of yeah. your other cousins made cousins homemade ice cream. Made, yeah, one of my cousins made two kinds of ice cream. One was like a ginger something, yeah. peach ginger. It was so good. And then the other one was chai. chai Spice ice cream. And then he told me, chai. I'm like, man, making yeah. ice cream. And he's like, you know, there's just a kitchen aid attachment. And if you have room in your fridge or your freezer, I mean, you can just make ice cream. Yeah. Like just like a couple so ingredients. So now that's on Matt's and I'm like, Christmas list. And I looked it up. It's like 50 bucks. Yeah. I'm like, oh my. We're definitely going to make homemade ice cream. Yeah. That you know that amazing. we can make ice cream without that too. I just didn't sure, tell you that that's in front of compl- him. That's definitely like more complicated yeah. than just throwing it on a KitchenAid mixer. Like I know people who yeah. make homemade ice cream. And it's it's more time consuming than what he was describing. Yeah, probably. Anyways. So yeah, we had fun. Addie good. did great. Addie did so good. We had, he hung out with his cousin, Rory who's a little older than him. A few months, yeah. So it was fun. Yeah, he loved it. They were a little yeah, getting used to playing with each other. Rory's a little bigger than Addie, but Addie's a little meaner, I think, than Rory. <laughs> <laughs> They're equally as. They're a little aggressive. They were testing each other out. I, I think. think so. That was Anyways. fun. What are we talking about today? We are talking about devotion. Or mm. de- Is that the word? Mm. I mean, devotion. I'm asking you. I think devotion to the Lord and like... What does that mean? Why do we call it like our daily devotions? What does that mean? Go for it. I'm starting. Yeah. I'm, okay. You just told me what the topic was, so let's get going. <laughs> well, I think we kind of mentioned this. Was it on our last podcast? Or yeah. The we talked about studying God's word. Yeah. And we realized we've never really done a podcast on like why that's important. Yeah. Um, but today I was looking up a little bit about like what does the word devotion even mean? And this is just like on Google, like a secular um, definition but it was talking about giving up your resources like your allotted time money or mm. efforts um to something that you like want yeah. that you value um and so if you think about that just in general like 
I'm devoted to you, like we would say that in a marriage. And so what does that mean? Well, that means that I'm spending time with you. I'm giving you resources maybe, like, I mean, financially or (laughs) whatever. Like, there's things that I do to you because we're married, because we have a devotion to each other where that's, I'm not going to treat you the same way I'm going to treat my friend probably or just somebody I meet because I'm not devoted to them the same way I'm devoted to you. There's a certain value that I have for you that I wouldn't have for somebody else. Mm -hmm. And so when we're talking about like our devotion to the Lord, I think we're talking about those things, like those practical things of, okay, how am I spending my time? What am I spending my resources doing? Like, what do I have? What am I capable of? Um, in my relationship with the Lord and how am I using that to like benefit other people or my relationship with him? Does that make sense? Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking. When you think about devotion, what does it look like to be devoted to anything? Yeah. And anyone can identify with this. Anyone who has a hobby, anyone who has something they want to get better at in this, in this Mm -hmm. life, anyone who spends time doing something, you could say you're devoted to that thing. Yeah. So let's just say you are a swimmer. And you want to be the best swimmer in the world. Like you are clearly devoted to that task. You're going to spend time doing it. You're probably going to spend money getting better equipment. You're probably going to spend a lot of mental energy doing research, learning how to do X, Y, Z the best way. If you're devoted to something, you're all in. There's mm-hmm. you base. You could almost say there's you have a relationship with this thing. You know, people mm-hmm. talk about what's your relationship with food like? Like, yeah. oh, I don't, I don't have a good relationship with food, right? You know, something like that. When we're devoted to something, it has our attention. It has mm-hmm. our heart. It has our thoughts. It has our mind. And in some sense, that could be a good thing, right? If you're devoted to something that's good, that's good to be all in, right? Mm-hmm. We have to approach devotion to the Lord in the same mindset. Can we honestly say I'm devoted to the Lord? Mm-hmm. If he does not have our time, he does not have our resources. He doesn't have our attention. He doesn't yeah. have our will and our desires. And the answer is no. Yeah. If, if you struggle to put yourself in that category with, with the Lord, but you could put yourself in that category for something else, that has more of your devotion than the Lord. Yeah. That's just point yeah. blank. Well, the interesting thing, I'm thinking of this as you were talking. I wonder if this is like naturally easier for some people than others. Like I'm thinking of even just me and you. Like we're different when it comes to like hobbies and things we enjoy doing and you, I think we've, I think we've talked about this before on the podcast. You are like kind of like a hobbyist or like you get into something, you go all in. I feel like it's really easy for you to like decide you're going to start doing something and like really take it seriously. So some of those things are funny, but some of them are like, I mean, they're all good things like golfing. A couple years ago, you would have said you were not a golfer. And now like you've spent time thankfully you haven't really had to spend a lot of money, but like mm, yeah. you spent like you get to talk about it. You like going with people like you use it as a way for you to get to hang out with people and I would say do ministry with people too so like but then the same with like archery or other things right it's like you're spending time on that and it's it's funny there's like literally a bow compound bow site sitting on this table or doing podcast I was playing I was working on right before we started so I think it's just funny like you're naturally somebody who can do those things naturally and I think actually that translates over into your devotion with the Lord like I think you're a really dedicated person when it comes to like okay I'm going to read God's word this is my routine this is what I'm doing you hold it as like a standard for yourself I actually think I'm worse at it and I'm wondering if it's because I don't really do things like that like I don't really like hobbies 
I don't really go all into things very easily. <laughs> like I just kind of hold things loosely. And if I enjoy doing it one day, that's fine. And if I don't the next day, that's fine. The only thing I would say that's been consistent for me is like cooking and baking or being in the kitchen. Yeah. There's literally a massive pile of cupcakes. Yeah. Over I did there just do just that. Waiting for us to be done talking <laughs> about whatever I we're talking about. I asked if you about. wanted one before this, but I'm just, just like, kidding. there's not many things where I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to spend my time doing this or thinking about it or researching or whatever. And I actually have a really hard time devoting my devotions to the Lord too. Like it's hard for me to be consistent in that. Mm. Um, and so take that as you will. I'm not saying that's right wrong but I think you have to look at in yourself and say well we're gonna look at scripture in a minute but just think to yourself like am I someone who I don't know if commitment is a good word but like am I someone who's devoted easily like Mm -hmm. um I would say I am not I would say looking at you I would think you are but it just depends on what you're it's and it it does I would disagree with you on the devotion thing in the morning for you I find that you are always I see you in the morning. I'm like, oh gosh, at least jumping on the devos. I got to get in there. Cause sometimes I do mine later in the day and I'm like, oh man, he's just doing it first thing in the morning, just waking up. And I'm like out here not doing that. <laughs> sometimes I'm like, oh goodness. So I think you do a pretty good job. Oh, thanks. More than you think. I think it's just really hard for me. Anyways. Uh, maybe I can't speak to what, how you feel about it, but. Yeah, that's true. I Anyways. can only see what you do physically. Well, thank you. If you're probably just pretending to read your Bible though. Oh, <laughs> just looking at something else in the Bible. Just like your phone is hiding in between the pages oh, yeah, maybe. and you're scrolling. That's probably more likely. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. There was that one day, remember I was telling you I read my Bible and then what was I reading about? Oh, money. I think I was reading about money oh, in yeah. the Bible. And it's in the Psalms, I think. We're going to go through a Psalm in a minute. Um, and literally right as I put my Bible down, I picked up my phone. Like my Bible was still out to that verse I was reading. And... I was like, oh, I need to buy this thing I saw on social media. And I was like, literally, my Bible is open. I was just reading about how I don't need to spend money, and here I am. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Did convicting. we buy it? I forgot. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> but I wanted to go through Psalm 1. <laughs> this is like actually one of the first things I ever memorized in the Bible. Um, in middle school at our church, the pastor's wife had us all memorize this. And I think it's a good passage for like, there's so many passages you could go to about why it's important to read God's word or have a relationship with him or study, especially if you're a woman. Like if you look at women in the Bible, the mm-hmm. way they're devoted to the Lord, it's yeah. crazy. But, um, real quick, you can't tell people you memorize this verse and not say it from memory. I'm going to watch you right now. Okay. So here's the problem. Don't. I can do that. Then do it. But the, my version down here, mm-hmm. if I forget, is in a different version than what I okay, memorize. Go ahead and say it. I know it too. <laughs> I'll, I'll know if you're, you'll be close. <laughs> okay. So Psalm one, you're making me nervous. You're just, he's covering my. I'm just Bible. saying, don't don't be saying I memorize this. <laughs> it's not really hidden in your heart. Go ahead. That's convicting. Okay, so how blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked? I can't do this. You're making me stress. Okay, I won't even look at you. Okay. I won't look at your Bible. I'm, I'll cheat. <laughs> how blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked? <laughs> or <Wow>. stand? <laughs> Guys, I just need to let you know. I looked away. She thought I was looking away, and I looked, caught her reading it from the Bible. Now I'm flustered. <laughs> I know you know the verse she said to me earlier. I just messed with you. Can I read it? I Go ahead. There, I think it's important. I don't want to mess it up because I wasn't going to just sit and read the whole thing. I wanted to talk about it together as we went. Okay. Okay, let's start over. 
No, because I do. This think is a good passage impor- of scripture. I think it's important to go through it slowly. But you said real quick though. You said this was the fir- one of the first passages you memorized. Yes, it's a good one to memorize. Yeah, it is. How blessed is the man who doesn't walk in the counsel of the wicked, or stand in the path of sinners, or sit in the seat of mockers. Instead, so this is the part we're talking about. His delight is in the law of the Lord, or in the Lord's instruction. He meditates on it day and night. Hmm. So let's just talk about that for a minute. So the first part. Yeah. How blessed is the man who doesn't walk in the counsel of the wicked? Ooh. Like, I mean, if you're just thinking about the world and where you're, really this whole passage is like, where are you seeking advice from? Mm -hmm. And so even if you're not a Christian, I think you can see like in your own life, the people you spend time with, they're either going to influence you to think good things and do good things or think bad things and do bad things. Yeah. It's kind of black and white there. Yeah. you will become the people you surround yourself with. Yeah. It is, what is a that? fact. You is are it? not going to change yeah. them. Like, they, will, they can be changed by you, right? The seeing how you live your life. But if you just spend time with people over and over again without the purpose of evangelism, like, you're going to become like these people. Yeah. It's going to be clear. What was that thing somebody said? I don't know if it's a pastor. They were like, if you're trying to figure out how, um, what a man is like, look at his five best friends. And like yeah, the average that. of them is like yeah. him. <laughs> or so whatever. You, I mean, that's a very yeah. common phrase. Not not the part you said before, but you are the average of the five closest people around you. Yeah, you said that better than I did. But yeah. that yeah, it's true. I mean, if you look at who you surround yourself with, you're going to be like them because that's yeah. the people you're probably talking to. That's the people probably getting counsel from. That's the people who are speaking into your life. You're spending lots of time with. I yeah. mean, it's pretty clear, and we both know this. We've spent time in different groups of people in yeah. different parts of our life. Some better than others. And yeah. you can look back on it and go, oh, yeah, I was becoming like that person. Right. <laughs> Very clear. Yeah. Um, so the Bible is saying, how blessed and how happy are you when you don't sit by the wicked people hmm. um, or when you don't stand by sinners? Um, and instead, his delight is in the law of the Lord and the Lord's instruction. He meditates on it day and night. Um, so, I mean, that kind of makes sense, right? Your delight should be in what God has for you which we know is God's word. Like that's where God's truth comes from. And meditating on it day and night, I mean, that's a pretty drastic yeah, drastic phrase. I don't know if we need to expand on that anymore. Is that literal or yeah, figurative? I mean, you can, <laughs> it's funny. We were, I had someone asked me a question about the Psalms earlier today. That's completely irrelevant. But you, there's few things in this world that you cannot get enough of. Mm. Like, for example, we talked about food a minute ago, just like as a joke, right? Relationship with food. You can get enough of food. You can overdo it. Even things that are good. Water. Water's a good thing. You can drink too much water. It is possible. Most people don't, but it is certainly (laughs) possible. You can never, when it comes to meditating on the law of the Lord day and night, you can never get enough of that. Mm -hmm. There will never be an amount where you can say, I'm too full. This has made me... This has become worse than it has become better, Mm -hmm. which is the case with anything, right? You can have too much of any good thing except for God's word. So I think when it talks about meditating on day and night, one, I think they're saying, hey, there's not a bad time to meditate on God's word, whether it's in the morning, whether it's in the evening, doesn't Mm -hmm. matter. How often should we meditate on God's word? Well, day and night, all the time. If you you need to meditate on God's word, meditate on God's word. Mm -hmm. Don't just relegate it to, hey, I did it my 30 minutes in the morning. No. Let the Holy Spirit prompt you back to God's word later in the day, mm-hmm. throughout the day, often. It's not a box to be checked. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a thing. Again, we talk about devotion. It's one thing for me to, you just mentioned golf, right? I could just play around a golf. That's whatever. Oh, I played some golf. 
But like, if I want to get better at it, I got to go practice mm -hmm. and I don't need to like check a box. Okay. I did my practice today. Like I, I know I want to go do it mm -hmm. if that's your, if that's the case with the God's word day and night, we, we want to be consumed by it. Yeah. So what I, I think, does that mean we should be doing nothing but sitting there reading God's word 24 hours a day? No. Cause then there's no way to also fulfill the great commission, yeah. right? To preach <laughs> the gospel and do all these things. But we need to be so the, 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 if you're asking the question, what does that mean? Does that mean I need to do it this much, this much, this much? You're already in the wrong spot. Yeah. The, the question, we shouldn't have to question the time. It should be, hey, this is just something I do. I yeah. want to do. It consumes me. Yeah. Because it's God's word. That's awesome. And I think if we keep reading the rest of the psalm, it tells us like why we should want to do that. It says, he's like a tree planted beside flowing streams that bears fruit in its season. Mm -hmm. Its leaf doesn't wither. Whatever he does, he prosper. It prospers. So, I mean, that's telling you, right? Like it goes back to the verse that, um, all things work to good for those who love the Lord, right? Like, or God works all things together for the good. And what that verse is really saying is that if you love Jesus, he'll work all things out for your good. But that good is God's glory. And that good is what's going to make you more like Christ. Mm -hmm. So the chief end of man is we're going to be made more like Christ. And so anytime we're going through something, we can ask ourselves, okay, what does this bearing fruit mean? What does prospering mean here? Okay, well, that means we're being made more like Christ. So yeah. why did Atticus get upset with me today? Um, mm -hmm. so that I could be more like Christ. Why did I get to have a fun Thanksgiving with my family so that I can be more like Christ, right? And that's what this is saying is the more we meditate day and night um, is so that we can prosper, so that we can be made more like Christ. Um, and we don't have to go through necessarily the rest of the psalm verse by verse, but it just says, the wicked are not like this. Instead, they're like chaff that the wind blows away. If you don't, yeah. Do you know what chaff is? Do I know what chaff yeah. is? Like from a fire? Or from wheat, it's like oh, the that part. Chaff. The, it's a part of I'm the wheat. I'm thinking of not chaff. I'm thinking of um, like an ember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it is. It's something that blows away in the wind. That's unnecessary. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. So it's unnecessary. That's literally what it is. It's yeah. like I mean, unless the farmer's going to tell me differently. <laughs> I, I think when they're no, like bushling right. up wheat, it flies away in the wind, which is why on a heyday it has to be windy so that the bad stuff can fly away. Okay, so that's what the wicked people are like. Yeah, the things that fly away. Um. And then it just ends with the wicked will not stand, will not stand up in judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. The Lord watches over the way of the righteous, um, but the way of the wicked will perish. Or this version says leads to ruin. So yeah. it's just telling you like you can choose to be devoted to the Lord, or you can choose not to be. But the psalm lays out exactly what those are going to both offer you: mm -hmm. either life and prosperity, or death and ruin. Yeah. Listen, Psalm one. First Psalm, right? Out yeah. of the gate goes hard. Like look at listen to the imagery in this psalm. Mm -hmm. The person who stands on God's word, right? Who is devoted to the Lord, is like a tree planted by streams of water. What is that saying? Like there's a difference between trees mm -hmm. that are planted in the middle of a landmass mm -hmm. and trees that are planted near the nutrients, the source of life. We yeah. see the scriptures flowing rivers water moving water is constantly referred to as a life source and think about how strong a tree will be if its roots are right by the water where the roots are going to go down 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 deep because the water unlike a tree that might be far away from it i don't know if people i don't know if you know this maybe you do that kind of rushing water is is hostile naturally to the tree mm-hmm 
it's gonna it, it's moving the tree. It's shaking the tree. It forces the roots not just to spread out, mm-hmm. but to go down, be yeah. deep, and be rooted in something. And plus, it's a nutrient source. So a tree, if, if that's that's who we're supposed to be, right? What's that tr- What's that source? Well, it's God. It's Word. Mm-hmm. Unlike the wicked, who are like something that the littlest bit of wind will blow them away. They will yeah. have absolutely they'll, they'll no be gone grounding. because there's no grounding. And yeah. that's why it says they will not be able to stand. Yeah. That's an, another f- source of imagery. They will not actually be able to stand on the day of judgment because there's nothing to stand on. They have nothing. And I think that's the thing we get away from quickly as Christians is we like to root ourselves in almost anything other than God's word. Mm. Like to root ourselves in our hobbies, in relationships, in comforts, yeah. in I mean, even money. what we would say are good things like your marriage, your kids. Yeah. If I root myself in my marriage, it's not going to go well because my marriage is, is flawed. Yeah. It's messed up. It's rooted in sin, like at, at its core, right? Yeah. You and I are not, you know, you know, are sinful people. Yeah. We wrong each other. We disagree sometimes. Obviously, we have the ability to have a righteous marriage because mm-hmm. of Christ and the Holy Spirit. But that's not what we need to root ourselves yeah. in. We it's like, to, yeah. Yeah. And it can just be the same for anything. It's like, if you ever realize what you're upset about, it's probably something that is hurting one of your idols, right? So if you think of like parents mm. who get really upset or frustrated when their kids don't do something right, like, well, maybe you were holding on to that too tightly or whatever, you know? Like you see parents who like just want their kids to do the be the best in soccer and when that doesn't happen, they're mad at their kid, you know? Or you're holding your husband yeah. to like this pedestal and so when he does something wrong or when he gets demoted at work or something like your whole identity is shaken because your identity was in your husband and not in the Lord, you know? And so it's just like God's word isn't wrong when it says like we need to be rooted in him above everything. And I mean, it's not like it's easy, but it's going to be beneficial. (laughs) That was a good line. But how did you, how did you start it? You said, well, something about when we get upset or when it reveals our idols, it's, yeah, it goes against our idols or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Let's go listen to that again. Well, there's a, fa- there's a line that comes from a pastor about frustration that's similar, but I just can't remember it right now. My dad says it all the time. Hmm. Oh, frustration like is comes from unmet expectations. I guess it's not really the same. Yeah, same idea. That's <laughs> close. I was trying to give Another credit to somebody, but I realized I wasn't even talking about that. So. <laughs> Someone once said something good. You know the thing about the tree, though, I was going to say? My mom loves plants. She does. And um, she taught me a trick that when she's watering her um, fiddle leaf plants, Mm -hmm. which those are really pretty. Most people probably know what they are if they have any house plants. Um, She shakes them when she's watering them. And she said it makes it think that it's in a... You have to make the plant think he's in a rainstorm and then he will grow bigger roots. And he'll like it better. Trees that are in windier climates are much stronger than trees yeah. that are in non-windy because they don't prepare for adversity. Yeah. Their roots so, grow this way. Every, yeah. I guess I should say horizontally, not vertically. <laughs> why we need a video podcast. Video podcast coming soon. But that's <laughs> why if you're ever watering your plants, just give them a little shake. Give them a little They'll shake. feel like they're in the rainforest. They'll love it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I don't know if we want to talk about like practically what this could look like. Yeah. I mean... Well, I better, better than being impractical, right? Yeah. There's not really like a right or wrong with how we do devotions. Well, that's my opinion. What do you think? I guess there could uh, be a wrong way to I do mean, it. <laughs> we, yeah. When it comes to devotion, right? 
there's a, I guess there is a right and wrong way in some sense. Yeah. Right? You cannot be devoted to God if you are not spending time in his word. Right. Period. There's no way around that. Mm-hmm. The only way you can be devoted to something is if you know about that thing. And you cannot know about God unless you are. it's getting revealed to you through his word. Sure, you can listen to a podcast. Sure, you can hear someone talk about it. That is not a replacement for you as a as as someone who has the Holy Spirit within them, if you're a Christian, actually reading God's word for yourself and letting it illuminate your life. Mm-hmm. So you cannot be, have any hope of knowing Jesus more, of knowing God more, and of being more devoted if you are not actually in God's word. So in that sense, yeah, there is a wrong way to do it. If you're not studying God's word, if you're not spending right. time reading, trying to learn what it says, that's what that's a wrong way to do yeah, it. Yeah, I guess okay? you're so like don't replace reading God's word with listening to a podcast or listening to worship music. Oh yeah. N- yeah. By no means. Yeah, gotcha. Th- that should great, be supplemental. Those are great things, right? There's some great podcasts yeah. out there. There's some great pastors out there who have stuff we can listen to online. Some great worship music out there, right? I think worship's through song is awesome. It's a good thing. You probably should do it every day. It does not replace spending time yeah. in the Bible, God's word. Yeah. I think it's good practice to spend time in God's word in the morning. Yeah. One, we see it in the Psalms. It talks about how when I wake and up and Proverbs all the time it has this idea of getting into God's word as a first thing. That does not mean it's a sin or wrong to not do that, but you have to think about what is it that we first go to in the morning? For many of us, it's probably our phone. Let's check the news. Let me check my email. That is a, that shows us a priority of our heart, what we think is important. Let's replace that with what we know is important, which is God's word. Let's, let's let that be the thing that starts our day. Let's start our day in the refreshing word of God. So I think that's important. I think we should start Start your day in God's word. Yeah. If you're confused about like, hey, I don't know what to read. Um, there's this really cool resource. It's called the Bible app. It's based, It's just called Bible. the Bible app. It's a brown Bible. It's the one that used to come on every iPhone. Did it? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I think so. I didn't even know that. It used to be like how Pre-loaded? you Preloaded? Yeah. A Bible. I think so. I did not know that. Yeah, I think so. Like well, the main, be... like from Apple. <laughs> I think it started out as like Apple's Bible app. Maybe I'm completely wrong. Are you thinking of YouTube? It used to be brown. <laughs> no. That no. would be just crazy to think that at one point you could get the Bible app. Like when iPods from. were coming out when I was in middle school, I'm Maybe, pretty sure you, there's a Bible. You might be right, but I'm just trying to think like how far we have gone in this world. Yeah, that's a whole nother. To, to like man. not that long ago, there was the Bible app preload. Maybe I'm wrong, but anyway. Regardless, get the Bible app. On there, they have reading plans. You can go through the Bible in order. It takes you a year. You can go through it chronologically. You can go through different passages or different books of the Bible. If you don't know what to do at all, start in the book of John. It's a simple gospel. It's profound. It's easy to read. But just spend time in God's Word. If you're trying to get caught up in what version do I read, whichever version you will read, that's a version you should read. Don't don't let someone tell you this is the best one, and then you look at the words and you're like, I don't understand this. It's confusing. Don't read that one. Read the one that you're going to read. And don't, yeah, don't get caught up in all those things. Spend time in God's Word and spend time in prayer. Yeah. I like to pray before I read the Bible. Lord, I do not do that. Help me. As often Help me as learn from your word this morning. I, I know that I'm insufficient to approach this on my yeah. own. And when I'm done, I like to pray, hey, Lord, help me apply yeah. what I learned. Help me actually live this out. Not, don't let this be just, I just read the word. I just read a couple words yeah. and I'm moving on. Like That is not the, the case. Yeah. I have a couple more things to Great. be practical. Keep going. Um, one, there's a resource I've talked about before, Coffee and Bible Time. 
they write, they have like plans. If you would say you're more advanced, like you already read your devotions, but maybe you're looking for something a little more in depth. They have things called inductive Bible studies, which is what we learned to do in Bible college. Um, and they went to the same college as Matt and I and basically wrote a plan on how to do it. You can pay like 10 bucks for it. Um, so maybe we'll link them in the show notes. Matt, you can do that. <laughs> um, but I think too, just like speaking from this new stage of life as like a mom, um, don't like wait till it's like a the perfect time to get in God's word. I think for me, I, I like to like be like, okay, well, I'm going to make sure that I have at least 30 minutes of uninterrupted time. And if I don't get that in the morning, sometimes what I do is I try and wait until like Atticus is taking a nap. And then what happens is I realize I have actually things I have to get done during his nap and I like don't have time to read the Bible or whatever. And I'm like, I can look up the Bible on my phone while Atticus is playing in his playroom. And that may not be what I wanted it to look like that day. Yeah. But at least then I'm not skipping out on, on it because I didn't think it wasn't the exact right moment that I wanted it to be with my coffee and whatever, you know? So I think just like, don't wait. Like it's going to look different for everybody in different seasons. Like I think Matt, sometimes you can do it in the middle of the day or like you can do it at work or whatever and maybe take longer or something. Sometimes mine looks like, okay, I had two minutes to read this one verse and that's what I'm going to try and focus on today is like this one verse. And, um, so those are just a couple things, but then also really practical. I really liked to do this during the Psalms. or just but any passage of scripture is ask yourself what does this reveal to me about God's character Mm -hmm. because it's really easy just to read God's word and try and apply it but if we're building our devotion to the Lord and we're building our relationship with him we need to get to a point where we're constantly asking ourselves well who is God what does he look like in my life and so next to Psalm 1 in my Bible I just have written God is overseer and instructor so to me Psalm 1 when I read it I saw that he's an instructor and then Psalm 2, it says God is Father and Refuge. And so if I look through my Bible, I have these times where I've written out in this passage, this is what I saw God as. Hmm. Um, and this is who God is. And usually you don't have to be like, hmm, what is God? It usually tells us. Yeah. <laughs> um, so for Psalm 1, I said he's the overseer and instructor. Well, that's because in verse 6 it says, for the Lord watches over the righteous. Okay, so he's watching over. He's the overseer. So I think just like asking yourself these questions and getting used to answering them while you're reading the Bible is important. Yeah. Let's give seven. If you guys have any like questions, like, hey, how do I get started? Where should I start reading God's word? How can I, if you have any of these like lingering questions about anything we said about studying God's word, just let us know. Like, we would love to help you. We would love to help point you in the right direction. Um, I like to have a commentary nearby sometimes because yeah. I read God's word all the time and I'm like, what does that mean? Do I have a question about that? And I do often. So I'm like, oh, let me look that up. Let me do a little more research. Let me find a, a good place to jump off and continue learning. So don't be afraid yeah. to find good resources to help you read God's word. My encouragement to you would be to run to God's word first before you run to what people have to say about God's word. Let that be, again, a supplement, something that can help yeah. you, but not what guides you because those people who have written these commentaries we're hoping right they were led by the holy spirit as they learned about god's Mm -hmm. word but you have that same spirit within you people who write commentaries don't have any extra holy spirit right they yeah maybe they've done more study maybe they've done more devotion maybe they're listening to the holy spirit more than some of us that's fine but remember the same spirit that raised christ from the dead is the same spirit that lives in you and that's crazy to think about so if, if if that's true 
then we can rely on the Holy Spirit to guide us through his word. Because God is a God of clarity. He's not a God of confusion. doesn't mean there might not be things that are confusing as we're trying to figure them out. But God wants to be revealed to us. He yeah. wants us to know him. And his, he the only way we can know him is in his word. Yeah. So again, whether it's two minutes and yeah. you're reading that verse <laughs> and you're just meditating on one truth. Or you have an hour and you're just spending time intaking God's word. Whether you're reading a lot or you're just studying a lot in one specific spot. Spend time in God's mm-hmm. word. It doesn't have to look the same every day. It doesn't have to look the same every season of life. But be in the habit of intaking the word yeah. of God. Maybe we could link a good commentary, like one single-use commentary. I bet we could. I have we'll a couple, that. so maybe we can think about. All right, we'll throw one in there. Yeah. Got a couple things to add, I think. Mm-hmm. What was the first one? The Bible app. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Coffee and Bible time. Commentary. There you go. We'll do it. Okay. Again, we like to provide those resources for you. Just because we link a commentary in there does not mean that commentary is like the second Bible. Like there's oh, probably no, things no. in there there's you might disagree so with that we might disagree with. These are human people, human authors yeah, that are not led by the Holy Spirit in the same way the human authors who wrote the Bible, right? And those are very different things. But hopefully it will help be yeah. a resource. We want to provide resources. That's the point of the armory. It's a place where weapons for war are kept. And the weapons of our warfare a little different, perhaps, than weapons in a traditional no, armory. I carry a sword. I don't know what you're talking Ileana about. Ileana does carry a sword. Atticus has a sword. It's in the diaper bag. The sword, Atticus's sword is in the diaper bag, actually. It's a little it's a plastic rattle. rattle sword that a friend of ours gave him. It's That's funny that it is in the diaper bag. It's his armor. He does needs it? it. I said it's his armor. Oh, I thought you said it says armor. Oh, no. That would be funny. Armory branded swords coming oh, that's soon. that's a good idea. A little rattle. <laughs> Anyways. Well, we hope this was helpful for you guys. Just trying to think, you know, sometimes we talk about more abstract things. Sometimes they're more practical things. Sometimes they're just more like, how do we approach X, Y, Z? But we just wanted to give you guys some simple things to help us do the most important thing, which is studying God's word. How can we live a life of righteousness if we don't know what righteousness Mm -hmm. looks like? How can we hope to evangelize if we don't know what that looks like, if we don't know the actual gospel message? All in God's word. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So. Mm -hmm. Good. Got any closing thoughts? No, we don't have a challenge, though. Uh, read your Bible. Pray every <laughs> yeah, day, said... and you'll grow, grow, grow. Grow, grow, grow. Do you know that song? From the tree, Lorax. Grow, grow, grow. Is that what we're talking about? N- no. Oh. This is like an old school Oh, like a Christian Sunday school. Song? Yeah. What's that one in the Lorax where it's like? I've never seen the Lorax. What? I was probably reading my Bible. Oh, my gosh. I actually haven't seen the Lorax. Oh, okay. I'll look I up the song I heard he speaks for, for the trees, though. He's the speaker of the trees. It's a cute movie. <laughs> it looks cute. I just never watched it. Okay, well. I've only recently entered the stage <laughs> of my life where I've considered watching cute movies. That movie came out when we were in school. Which, when I had no children and no desire to watch it. No, like, movie. I watched it in school. I was young when it came out. The Lorax? I think so. What do you mean in school? Like, college? Fifth sixth grade i'm gonna look this up right now oh my gosh you guys this is my life you know how matt and i said sometimes we disagree one of well, the reasons is i i say things and matt's like that is wrong okay. and then he has to look it up right away well the lord well Ileana's is also cr- very good <laughs> at misjudging time that's true. like we talked about that we just talked about that it was like yeah, I eight months ago all the time i'm like that just so happened. it did come out when you were in school but mm-hmm. high school 2012 i was in eighth grade eighth grade seventh grade seventh grade I graduated eighth grade in 2013. <laughs> Wait, is I've that right? I've never heard someone know that they graduated. Eight. I've never yeah. heard someone say I graduated yeah, eighth grade. Yeah, because in high in. school it would have been 2017. So um, I was only, 
one year off because I said fifth or sixth grade and I was in seventh grade. So gotcha. I was pretty Well, close. I didn't watch this movie because <laughs> fifth or sixth grade boys are not dying to go see the Lorax. It was so, do you know, so it's funny. Do you know what else came out in 2012? And it's a funny story how I know this. Like the timing. Same movie. Came out literally the same weekend or same Justin time. Justin Bieber movie? No, it was the same weekend. Not um, Justin Bieber. The Hunger Games. The first oh, one. Oh, that's funny. I think it was the first one. Oh, yeah, you that's when we were reading the book. I went to the midnight showing or whatever it was because they used to actually have the midnight showing yeah, on was Friday. Yeah, that cool. Went with my dad and Josh Reisberg, who I know listens to this podcast. And what happened was we're waiting to see the Hunger Games. And the Lorax and go, They started playing Lorax. And everyone was so mad. People went out to go like, to, hey, this is not the right movie. And they changed it. But they just played it in the wrong theater. Like they, we oh, ended, that's they ended up fixing it. So that was out at the same time. So I wanted to see the Hunger Games at the time, not the Lorax. I didn't see the Lorax in the movie theater. I wasn't that nerdy. Well, I didn't either. <laughs> I mean, it came on for 20 seconds. People were confused. They were like, is this like a commercial? But it's like, no, it's clearly the start of the movie. I saw the first five minutes of the Lorax. That's funny. We'll go watch it. You guys are probably annoyed. We should hang up so this people don't need to listen up? to her. <laughs> this is the part of the podcast Family people conversation. listen to. No, it's annoying. It's def- everyone I've talked to says this is why they listen because they don't even care about the, the God's Word stuff. They just want to know about <laughs> when the Lorax came out and when you graduate eighth grade. No, anyway. well, Everyone knows how old I am. <laughs> so old. I'm just kidding. Do you know how old you are? I forget how old I am. I don't know. It's not important. Somebody do the math and tell me. <laughs> Anyway, this is fun. I like doing this podcast. <laughs> Hope we can keep doing it more and more. We're not going to run out of topics because our podcast is rooted in the truth of God's word. So mm, we'll just keep going. get tired of it. What's our next podcast going to be on? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Eliana's <laughs> about to have a laughing fit. So I fit my max capacity. We're just going to cut it off. So we'll see you guys later. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you in two weeks.